0: OBSTACLES ARE STEPPING STONES TO SUCCESS Marcus Aurelius, one of the most revered emperors of Rome, discovered an idea that has proven timeless over the years. Even with a battle before him, he wrote a self-addressed formula for the many battles ahead. He had found that obstacles are stepping stones, that impediments are nothing but a route to success. In time, this idea became a propellant for millions of individuals from different spheres of life, an idea that resonates across generations while retaining its potency. Those who had found it and lived by it had gone to carve their names in history. They understood that struggles, battles, barriers, and challenges are all a part of the process. More so, they have the responsibility to turn them into opportunities. However, this capability is not restricted to a select few, you too can ride the waves of challenges to your destination. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. The author reiterates this belief and acknowledges the mind game obstacles play on us. You come to terms with failure and settle for leftovers when just beyond the barrier is your dream job, your new business, your revamped health. Sadly, your natural response is to keep it safe, to wallow in regret, and to remain helpless. Consequently, you hide behind fear by blaming the system, focusing all your strength on the factors that had dealt you an unfair hand. In contrast, great names or companies had tapped into the realm of greatness with every challenge they had faced. It taught them how to become better people or brands. Also, it opens their eyes to faster and more efficient ways to do things that were labeled impossible. In this company are people the author listed as pace setters, which we have come to revere as the perfect specimens for success. Nonetheless, this list is still growing, and although you have struggled all this while, you can become challenge resistant. This assertion is only possible when you start to identify your obstacles, though. Is it the color of your skin that held you back, or is your qualification nowhere near the requirements for achieving your goals? Whatever they might be, you must have read somewhere about people who had better reasons to give up and had to find ways to go around barriers. According to the author, achieving this involves three interconnected and interwoven forms of discipline, perception, the will, and action. Perception will make or break you. Your perception is how you see the world or situations. In other words, your view of the happenings around you has a say in who you are and what you believe. Perception makes or breaks people, and only the people that have learned how to see situations for what they truly are can capitalize on hidden details. Author cited the investment maestro, John D. Rockefeller, as an individual that was able to master his perception and see through the mayhem of the business world. Rockefeller's company, Standard Oil, started from obscurity to dominate the market, and it withstood three trying economic period in the USA. At this point, it was clear that Standard Oil was only mirroring the personality of the owner. Rockefeller's disciplined perception gave him insights into the opportunities that thrived in chaos. He sought strategies to find a way through obstacles, and so, his perception no more saw these challenges as barriers. Similarly, you can choose to see what you want to see. You could focus on the negatives or magnify possibilities and the chances that each barrier avails. However, to achieve this, you must unlearn the way you have come to see things. You must learn to remain calm when in doubt, or when others are in a panic, you must assess the problem, and look for answers. My life is one long obstacle course with me as the chief obstacle. In your pursuit of answers, you must come to recognize your power to choose between flight or fight. You can decide to find patterns that could turn the obstacle to a learning phase, or you could crumble in the face of barriers and accept defeat. This moment of truth determines your output. As such, understanding your capacity to overturn situations is the second step at disciplining your perception. Next, the author highlights the importance of steadied nerves in the face of challenges. You could join the madness when all hell lets loose, or rather, take an informed decision. In the end, our poise before failure sets us down the road of solutions. Regardless of the obstacle, you could plan a countermove, chart a way through it. Hence, there is nothing to worry about. Nonetheless, the calm before we make a move is the difference between a seasoned decision maker and an emotional individual. This notion is especially true for those who have well-defined plans, and an imprint that would carry them over the line. These people start to panic when something is out of place or when the situation before them does not fit into any of their structures. Controlling emotions is a prerequisite to finding solutions when all you have before you are closed doors. Practice objectivity and see things for what they really are. The point is, closed doors are not always what they appear to be. It all comes down to how you see it. To you it is a dead end, to some, it is a chance to find new routes or blaze a trail through it, and teach others to follow. Here, the author shares that subjective and objective mentalities define the differences between these two sets of emotional response. The former, which is subjective, take a look at the door, blows the situation out of proportion, and find all types of excuses to back up his, her helplessness. You are your biggest obstacle, but you are also the change that you seek. On the other hand, an objective look at the situation would naturally allow you to see things for what they really are—this is a closed door, which implies that there is a key. At first, choosing objectivity takes mastery, but once you get the hang of it, you are unstoppable. However, this process involves discipline, as mentioned earlier, and it requires the ability to see things from a different point of view. Being able to alter the obvious gives you leverage over what you want to see. By so doing, you can selectively pick details of the obstacle, crop it to a manageable size, and go on to solve it. Note here that solving comes after you have gone through all the details. In most cases, you assess the details and find that your chances are slim. And then, you give up. In contrast, shaping your perspective allows you to fixate on those slim chances. There are things that you might not have the power to control, but choosing to give it your all is totally within your domain. True to this, the most compelling success stories are those that feature people who had challenged seemingly impossible feats. As such, live in the present, think differently, and believe that there is nothing beyond you. Now, you are ready to put all this mind-conditioning talk to work, it is time to act. Action How to Utilize Your Perception. Action is how you utilize your newly found perception. Having said that, actions could undo all your thought process in the blink of the eye. In some cases, the discipline of action involves calculated steps forward instead of brute force, obstacle maneuvering in the place of obstacle scaling. All in all, this notion combines flexibility and persistence while ensuring that each decision takes you closer to your goal. To believe in something, and not to live it, is dishonest. Yes, you have weighed the obstacle, you have drawn out a damn good plan to obliterate it. However, these thoughts will not jump out of paper or from your head and do the needful. You have to put it to work, act on your perception, overcome the barrier, and prepare for the next one. Chances are that something or someone is going to stand in your way. That's a given. The most important information, thereafter, is your actions and inactions. Bearing this in mind, Ryan asserted that your viable option is to face each obstacle with enough energy, persistence, cut-throat mentality, and an eye for opportunity. In regards to an eye for opportunity, the author summarized the humble beginnings of Amelia Earhart, and how she had to see the opportunity in a not-too-promising offer. Five years down the line, she would eventually become the first female pilot to fly solo across the Atlantic. Unlike Amelia Earhart, many wait for the perfect conditions before they decide to set out to achieve their goals. Great people, on the other hand, capitalize on some of the faintest hints of success, and they never look back. In other words, you do not need all the stars to align, all you need is one star, and then get moving. Nevertheless, sometimes success does not come cheap. You might need to throw everything you have at the obstacle. In a way, persistence helps us to find new ways of doing things, especially when we have exhausted all the conventional solutions. With each trial and error, we find iterations that are unsuitable and failures that teach us what and where to improve. Follow the process, fail, learn and improve. Furthermore, the process of failing, improving, and succeeding strips off the assertion that states that success is a bed of roses. In your journey of a thousand miles, you start to appreciate each step, and you learn not to take the process for granted. In essence, the future might look bleak for now, but the progress you have made today is the only assurance that you are heading in the right direction. The process demands that you are always giving your best, whether what you are doing is comfortable or not. Similarly, the process does not give you the chance to be picky, instead, you need to take charge of what you can control, and do a fine work while at it. Whatever you do will be insignificant, but it is very important that you do it. Doing work and working smartly are two different things, though. Always find an edge, a way to take advantage of weaknesses. As such, you should avoid wasting time doing work that would not take you anywhere. If it is not improving your technique or bringing closer to your goals, then it is the wrong work. Smart people do less work because they prefer exerting force on meaningful things. For instance, if you own a business, your fiercest competitors know by now all the tricks you have up your sleeves. They are a step ahead of you because they have learned to anticipate your next moves. In this case, doing the same thing over and over again will not change your situation. Here, you need to become unpredictable and make decisions that would throw them off guard. As you continue on this path, you will start to learn to persist, when to improvise, the moments that require unpredictability, or when your inactions could serve as the answer. Choosing inactions over actions could work wonders when you least expect. Irrespective of all the strategic moves you make, there are times, as many come to discover when nothing works. Turn your defeat to a template for you to learn. In those moments when all your mind-conditioning exercises and actions had yielded nothing, when you have thrown everything at a problem, and yet it is unyielding, you are left with two options. You could crumble at the first sight of defeat, or you could turn to your will, and transform your defeat into a humbling experience or a template for you and others to learn. I'm a pessimist because of intelligence, but an optimist because of will. In this book, will connotes humility rather than ambition. It stems from the belief that sometimes we are helpless when we encounter the things that we cannot control. Although this contradicts the basis of today's world that seems to believe that we can control the uncontrollable, there are lots of things that could go wrong. Will prepares us for moments like this and equips us with the tools to get through them. Furthermore, bad times are inevitable, we will all have our fair share of misfortune. However, some have built a fortress around their mind that it is almost impossible for these situations to alter their nature. They do not go wallowing in self-pity because they have strengthened their core, and it has become impervious to negativity. Instead, they learn and try again. But at that moment, they are equipped with all they need, they now know all that could go wrong in their future foray, the obstacles that could rear their heads, and when to prepare for the worst. All these make you a better person and a wiser trailblazer. Regardless of the setback, you should not stop having a passion for what you do. Passion in itself pushes you to help others fighting defeats, it sets you on a pedestal of leadership where your failures could motivate the lost. CONCLUSION In the end, you will learn that your ability to overcome one obstacle leads you down a path trodden with barriers. The more success you crave, the more challenges are ahead of you. As such, mental strength, the discipline to act wisely, and the will to accept the uncontrollable are your only trusted companions. Try this, identify your goals, thereafter, outline all the challenges you might face, and get your mind prepared for the confrontation ahead. Map out a strategy and get to work.